Confederacy of Dunks with Kevin Douse and Freddie Revis. Woo! How you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I did woo and looked at you, <laughs> I realized that the, I remember that the Leafs lost. Last I was trying year. to decide, like, should I just come out with some cheery Folks, demeanor? If or you're, if you're a TFC fan, if you're a Leafs fan. They both had remarkable journeys. Really good seasons. And, you know, yeah. it, it ended at quite, yeah. a, quite a peak, and, uh, and we're all pouring one out for you. Um, it's going to get optimistic real quick. I hate We're about Boston. to talk about the yep. Raptors. Yeah. But, yeah, no, you fuck Boston. That's, like a, nice, <laughs> that's a nice life through line, <laughs> I think. Um, but, uh, you know, the Leafs, gotta, they got to stay true to what they're doing, follow the Raptors' game plan. And I'm now not trying to be all the focus is on the Raptors, right? Yeah, that's always good for me. For yeah. bars, for Jumping sound. I will say yeah, Jurassic right? Park looked pretty sad for the three tailgates that were supposed to be happening. With yeah. The three games. It was like, no, oh, you, <laughs> no, okay, like, we'll, we'll, we'll get there, but Jurassic Park <laughs> has been over-modified, yeah. okay? Like, it was an organic thing at one yeah, point, and true. now it's a weird-ass Petri dish yeah. with people who don't have, like, <laughs> friends to watch their game in a home or whatever, and yeah. you know what? I take that back. There's a lot of hardcore people out there, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, I'm pretty hardcore, and I've never been there, so I'm not... Mm-hmm. You know, I'm being pretty judgmental. Okay, how, yeah, how about just how about just how about if you went there? I hope you enjoyed yourself, and I'm sorry. Okay, uh, let's get rolling. Um, uh, he's done the podcast a bunch of times. Hilarious dude, passionate sports fan. Uh, runs an amazing uh, sports podcast, which I'm forgetting the name of right now. Give it up <laughs> for uh, New York's finest. Yeah, friends in sports. Give it up for New York's finest, Alex Pavone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is your music, buddy. Is this specific to, to me, this song? I think so. Oh, yeah, I just, like, stare at your picture for three hours, and then the, it comes <laughs> Yeah, to Matt Matt chooses uh, the person's <laughs> intro based on what he may or may not know about them, Yeah, their first podcast, and then it, it sticks. My brother Miguel is Blobby Samba, <laughs> and he's true. been Blobby Samba for four years. <laughs> Perfect, so, Perfect. So yours is, like, you know... Robo Bozo. Is it called Robo yeah, Bozo? But I don't. Yeah, not in a mean way. Wow, like a fun <laughs> robot. For me, that's like that. It sounds like someone robot who's clown. like going through the New York subway tunnels, but like, <laughs> but every once in a while, there's like, like like a, like a big rat you got to battle. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, hilarious dude. Uh, wicked at sports. Funny guy. I already said hilarious, but he's cool. I like him. Thanks, uh, man. First time on the podcast. I'm not talking about you anymore, Alex. <laughs> Give it up for Nigel Downer. <laughs> oh snap! Everybody look it out! Big brother nightmare coming at you, coming from the mean streets of the stage with hilarity. <laughs> Wait, big, big brother nightmare? Is this yeah. like Big Brother the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> well, they yeah. release Nigel like into the show, and he's like <laughs> playing pranks on all the house guests. <laughs> uh, I love that. Uh, that was fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. And Alex, stop stealing my thunder, bro. Like you had your <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, Alex. Fuck. Like you had you had a great like uh, you know cyberpunk subway song. So get off my back, <laughs> Nigel. How you doing, man? I'm great. Uh, yes, I'm great. This is why. 
quickly, uh, huge TFC fan over here. Yes, uh, I'm representing too. TFC as we uh, as we sit and chat. Yes. Um, yes, they did lose last night, and we will. I'm sure we'll we'll jump into that yeah. very minimally. But um, the season, the actual season, is still ahead of us, right? So it was a big yeah. loss last night um, for the Concacaf uh, Championship. But I mean, we have another season where we can win another championship. Like, is there's potential for that to win our? Oh, yeah. But anyway, for sure. So, but I, uh, and you know what? We won in Guadalajara. That's yeah. huge. That's massive. Um, yeah. We lost in penalty kicks, which is which is just tough. You and know, no yeah. surprise. I don't know where yeah. Guatemala is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no. I, uh, I've been hearing that, that like they didn't know anything about Toronto, and apparently, like uh, all of Mexico is like, where the fuck yeah, is Toronto? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. we're beating all the teams, and yeah. it's, it's awesome. And uh, <laughs> extreme, like weather extremes, eh? Like to the max. Like, yeah, there was flurries. Like I went to the first leg that was here. Yeah, flurries. You know, raining and it was just like cold. Uh, layered up, and then they go to Guadalajara, and it's just like T- TFC logo should be flurries and flares. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, I love it. Is it's that so cool? Good. Am I cool? It is cool. You're, you're all right. Um, you're all right. Okay, let's uh, let's keep us going. First time on the podcast, uh, OG Raptors fan. He went to the first ever Raptors home game at the Sky Dome. Whoa! Uh, not a lot of people can say that. We also just discovered we both work at the AGO, which is kind of cool. It's a nice place. <laughs> uh, give it up for Bobby Brown. Hello, everybody. Uh, you get to call myself a Raptors extremist. Nice. <laughs> this is, Raptors this is him bursting through the like the, the first Raptor wall with Isaiah <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> and then I guess You're Isaiah Thomas. Wow. You guys this is sax? Yeah. Okay. Nice. I did. I actually recorded that sax. I put it on the tracks. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Yeah, I played yeah. the tenor. I played Matt, the tenor. Yeah, Matt puts a lot of effort in this. Uh, how you doing, Bobby? I'm, I'm feeling good. Um, I could breathe. The game last night was a little bit tense. Um, I actually missed bit, it for eh? the first time, so I was catching mostly score on my phone. I actually ran to a bar, caught the last three minutes. Oh, my God. It was like, I mean, I couldn't handle it. Just just the, just, just the attention. Once the game was done, I could finally breathe and exhale. Yeah. I'm feeling better now. I'm feeling good. Yeah, I, I did my whole internet blackout thing where I, I, was, I was at work, so I basically just shut off the internet wow. until I get to watch the game. So, like, it's weird because I'm, like, going through... Like I'm like I got on like the the uh, Dundas Street has buses right now, and I got on and there was like a couple like Raptors hat and Leafs oh, hat, so I'm like just looking down playing a game. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm such a so intense hard. weirdo, but you know what? It's worth it because because then I get home and I get to watch the game on League Pass. Right. Yeah. Skip the free throws unless they're important free throws. Yeah. Timeouts unless it's an important time. <laughs> I didn't skip a lot yesterday. I'm not gonna lie. Right. But but like you know halftime all that shit. So yeah. Uh, then basically I, I finished watching the game at 12:30 and like. Went back into the internet world and yeah. was nice. like, "How's it deep going?" Dive. Deep, deep dive, deep <laughs> dive. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, I, I, but you know, it was quiet. Yeah, the city was quiet, so I could tell the Leafs lost. Yeah, but oh, one hundred. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. you know, because like if the Leafs had won in a game seven, oh, yeah. the city would it wouldn't be quiet. Period. Right. Yeah. Especially oh, at like yeah. ten thirty p.m. You know, or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so much going on. Uh, let's just like get right into it because uh, yeah, there's there's a shit ton going on. Uh, Matt, cool. let's. Yeah. Uh, Hit me with the spike. He gave me the dead eye stare before he hit that cue, so that's in it. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, you know, maybe I'll start with uh, maybe I'll start with you, Bobby. Okay. Um, so, uh, how am I going to phrase this question? Uh, Ibaka makes twenty million bucks. He's uh, he's our third highest paid player. You know, he's kind of like he's maybe the most Swiss Army knife player of all of our players he has a lot of different skills and when he puts them all together or even you know a third of them or even three quarters of them it's it's huge 
How are you feeling about him in this series? Is he our third best player in the series? If not, who do you feel like that is? Well, Ibaka has like showing um, his potential a few times. My only qualm or issue I have with Ibaka is consistency. Yeah. Uh, he may show up for one game, then the next game he doesn't. Uh, worth 20 mil, maybe he's, he's paid his dues. He's been in the league for longer than most pe- um, yeah. guys on the roster. That's always the, the question finals. with money, too, because it's about like how long you've been a veteran. Exactly. You know, what you're eligible for. So it, it, the, the money thing's always tough, but obviously it matters a lot. He's also shown his uh, veteran leadership. I remember this game where Van Fleet had a down game, and there's a shot on TV where he sat next to Van Fleet with his arms around him. Exactly. Just gave him encouragement. He's our vet. We need vets like that yeah. on our team. Um, and he'll option, punch you in the face, too. Right? Like, you, you know, if it doesn't go well, he will punch you in the face. Like Third option, I'm going to have to say no. And I've now always, um, when he first came, they're like, oh, Rogers, big three, big three. And I was like, show me something first to be earned. Your stripes to be a big three. Yeah. My third option on a team is actually JV. He's been around our team for maybe about six, seven seasons now. I think 2010 or 11, he got drafted, 2011. I would actually agree with you. And like, in, in this series, I think he's been our third best player. Totally. Like, he's finally coming out and showing the world what he's capable of. Mm-hmm. And I believe that being a big three has, has to go to JV. He's been with us through ups and downs with yeah. us. I, yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I think it's a good choice. Um, Alex. How you feeling about Ibaka? Is he our third best player? You know, I, I don't do know about of? our third best. I don't know about our third best player. I mean, obviously he's our best defender. Yes, uh, yesterday he only got what two rebounds, three rebounds. That's that's a problem. Uh, I feel I feel Serge has got to get. I mean, obviously more than two or three rebounds a game. Yeah, he's, he's rebounding shaky, which I think makes <laughs> JV stand out too. Absolutely, rebound wise. Yeah. It's a little. I mean, the, the 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 awesome part about our team is that we're so deep. So uh, when it when it is time for him to have a big offensive game, uh, you know, we definitely need him to step up. Last night wasn't one of those times. I think he only shot it like four times or three times or something like that. Yeah, you know? and he, and our losses and this win, he's barely shot the ball. Um, his shooting percentage on this on the series is not bad, and it's well, great the first from game, three. I, I, the first game when he was shooting, he was hitting those shots. Mm-hmm. The thing with Ibaka, I mean, I think, uh, you know, some some nights we're going to need him to score. Some nights maybe not so much. But every night we're going to need him to play D and, and rebound. I do think JV offensively, if if there is a big three offensively, we're gonna it's JV for sure. Yeah. But Ibaka needs to do, on nights where he isn't shooting well, he needs to do those other things like, like rebound or... Or you know, get chippy and and be like a, a thorn on on the other team, uh, you know, on the other team's side, like something like uh, like a Draymond does. He's got to be like that the the bad guy, you know, and really get under people's skin. He definitely personally. gets under people's skin. Yeah, like people go does. at for a guy who's like six ten and would probably punch your head off. People definitely try and fight him a lot. He gets into a lot. <laughs> Am of I fights, wrong? So. Like you know what I mean? Like oh, absolutely. Like there's a lot of people I. I don't know, say something rude to before him. Yeah, I 100% agree with you, Alex. I think that uh, I love that analogy of he needs to be the green, he needs to be the green of our team. He does. Yeah. He needs to be the enforcer, the bad boy. Throw him a tee every once in a while. Like, I think we need that. I think that's what, I mean, this is a bigger conversation. I just I imagine think, like a mm-hmm. hot, nice tea, like, like a drinking tea, but throw a hot <laughs> so tea at him. Yeah, just, a, just a scolding hot green tea, just like toss it at him. Not soup. Yeah. 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 Oh, yes, soup, JR. Not soup, yeah. Um, wait, was that JR Smith? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the entire. What if it was gazpacho though? You know what I mean. <laughs> it's like what if it's cold soup? Did you see? Did you guys see the video of of Abaka's like Congolese food that 
Yes. Oh yeah, that's pretty amazing. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, oh, I got me hungry. Yeah. I'm going there. <laughs> yeah, we should. Go I also there for love sure. how the lady was like, "Well, I don't deliver," and then she just like thought about it for a second on camera, and then was like, "Serge is a really good client." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like obviously you don't deliver, but Serge is just like, I understand you don't deliver. Um, can you shut down the restaurant? Uh, because I'm gonna pay you so much, it's gonna yeah. change your life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um, but sorry, go, go on, Nigel. Or? Oh well, uh, to jump in, I guess you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna throw uh, an X factor into the mix. I re- I'm a big fan of CJ Miles. Me too. Now, now I don't know if he's our number three. I don't know that part. Yes, but I do know that uh, we need a number three. And fine, if Ibaka is gonna be that, like we talked about the pros and cons of him. But there's something about CJ Miles, man. When he gets on the court, like he brings a lot of the energy, which is nice. Uh, I love when he shoots. I have faith in when he shoots. He didn't mm-hmm. shoot great last night. I think he was like two for seven or something. Field goal. Something. He wasn't. He wasn't yeah, but great like last his night. his minutes but, with uh yeah, his minutes with Kyle and, and Demar were huge. That's what I mean. Spaced yeah. out the floor for both those guys. Yeah, man. And uh, you know that's what CJ offers. He offers a guy that you know you don't you can't give him any room. It's, yeah, no. it's different than a guy like, you know, like, like him and Lowry you, you are the guys on our team where people are just like, they panic. Yeah, for sure. If, if they're even open a bit. Yeah. So I'd like to, I'd like to think as them, you know, maybe if you give him a couple more minutes, then we got our own Splash Brothers, you know? I mean, there's not mm-hmm. a lot of analogies that we're going to make, I feel like, uh, towards. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's, no, no we're the Splash Brothers. Yeah, so yeah, don't say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, well, I think we're better than that, actually, so that's fair. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to toss my vote in for CJ Miles, man, because I just, I love the way he plays, man. I, I really do. I like, what, I like what he brought to the team. I have faith in the, them shooting in the field now. Like, I, yeah. I have more faith in the whole team shooting from the field. Because when they divert, like, when they, when they, regress into oh we have to just keep shooting yes dude i have zero i have zero faith in in what they used to be right like in a couple seasons ago yeah. you know what i mean but now <clears throat> we got some shooters i'm down for sure um i was actually going to say delon oh as, yeah as the third best player but hearing all your answers <clears throat> and you know, especially the jv answer made me think about how like we have a different third option in different scenarios. Like we have a different yeah. defensive third option. Like uh Delon has been like more of a Swiss Army knife, I think, this series yeah. than mm-hmm. Ibaka. Um so I guess yeah, I guess it's not Ibaka, but uh, you know, Ibaka players don't leave him from 3. Uh he can still block shots or is still or people are still afraid of him at least. Um but it's kind of like an energy thing with Ibaka and Delon. It should be Ibaka though. Like it, it should be, yeah, should be Ibaka. And like I think I think that's what this question is about. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think it was Andrew Simpson sure. threw it on. Uh, Give me some Raptors news when I threw it out this morning, and you know you do pay players based on what you think they'll, um, based on the role you think they'll have on their team. Yeah. So if you have paid him as the third highest player, you know that is your expectation ultimately. Alex, were you going to say something? I feel like you're going to chime in. I, I, I don't know if it should be a, a, a Baca from an offensive standpoint. There's some nights when he's shooting, and I don't, I'm like, he's got to stop. Like with Miles, I never, <laughs> when he's missing shots, I'm never like, please stop. I'm right. like, just keep firing. You're going to figure it out. Yeah. But with, with Serge, sometimes I have no idea what's going on. I don't know if it's a mental thing. Offensively, some nights he can't get it going. And I think that's when he has to start figuring out how he's going to be effective in other aspects of the game. That's what I think with Serge. What he's got it going on, perfect. He is yeah. money. And I think but, he's also – sorry, go ahead. No, no, I, I was going to say we. I don't know if we do have a third option on a consistent night, I think, off, from an offensive standpoint. I think the answer is, is kind of like we don't necessarily just because Casey kind of rides a hot hand. It's very situational. 
um, you know, the 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 CJ Dewan, JV, Lowry, DeRozan lineup that closed the game. Like, have we seen that lineup this season? No, um, I don't think so. Like, yeah, that no, was no, like, right? totally new. So yeah. it was it was weird. You know, it was like that lineup should just get demolished on defense. Hey, I'm but calling, they weren't. I'm calling for more uh, fourth quarter JV, especially down the stretch, because I think he's earned it. Uh, he's earned it. He's paying more aggressive. Sure. He's grabbing rebounds. And also his screens. Like, he's just such a better screener than Jakob. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, I love Jakob. He's an up-and-down player. There's so much going for him. But there's something about JV. He can handle the ball a bit more. He's more of an offensive threat. He actually can shoot the three, right. so there's that. That's in people's minds, um, and I think the idea of Pirtle is is kind of is what Casey's riding on. But the practicality of JV is maybe what he needs to ride on for this series. Of course, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So uh, so much going on with this series. Yeah. Demar. Okay, let's talk about Demar for a sec. Uh, <laughs> Nigel, I'm going to start with you. Great. Um, obviously, he's a divisive player. I mean, like I'm listening to all these podcasts. There's people who are like, who are saying that, you know, he has. It's like everything about this series is about him. So if we play efficiently, if we share the ball, it's because of him. Mm-hmm. If we don't, and he takes 29 shots, that's because of him. If we if we lose this series. It's on him. If we don't play with a swagger, it's on him. This guy <laughs> right. has so much pressure yeah, yeah. to do exactly the right thing. But I think that's what happens when you're a star verging on superstar, which is just my opinion. Some people do think he is a superstar. Right. I think he has superstar qualities, mm-hmm. but he's a star. That's mm-hmm. that's like my, my opinion on him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... It seemed like he was a bit of a decoy last night because he was just... The first half, he was just... Driving like crazy, you know, it seems like he couldn't miss anything, but also it seems like maybe that's what Washington wanted. So, but then he, as he kind of took his foot off the gas pedal, it opened everything up for everyone else. So was that the plan? I don't even know what I'm asking here. Just what, what's your thoughts on DeMar, this series, you know, and kind of going forward, uh, Nigel? I have a love-hate relationship with we all do don't really? we yeah, yeah. No, actually i'm pure yeah. love now because i like okay. yeah especially after the i got us and i'm depressed i'm like oh man you're actually like my family now i like <laughs> anyway sorry sorry i love the um okay from a social aspect i'm gonna tackle this first and then i'll get into the numbers okay later. i like it the social aspect <laughs> I, I love him and laurie i love what they the brand that they've created totally uh, this brother thing friends uh, you have the friends yeah philly you know, compton yeah. and it's them, like, and yeah, them yeah, having awesome. having more of a camaraderie now uh uh, you know, when they're on camera, you know, one's being interviewed, the other one will be behind them, like things like that, that, yeah. you know, other teams around the league had maybe already had with certain players, but now we have our own, uh, our own, you know, uh, two big brothers to look up to. And I, I, so I love that about them. And I love that when one's on their game, the other one will force forcibly either be on their game yeah. or will have to step up or just know to feed the other one. Like they've got, they've got right. a great relationship that way. Um, Symbiotic. Yes, I love that word, symbiotic. Uh, <laughs> so what I don't love is that I feel like DeRozan can go through like it's emotion or it's fit something inside of him that, and he just, in my opinion, just shuts down and he's and he's just he can be gone and just dormant for for a for a complete game. He can, and, we, and, and, we can't, and that's my can't star that. superstar thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like for sure, like John Wall this series for all everyone's criticized the, the shit out of him, and you know he doesn't always play efficiency. True, but if you look at his like what he's done all five games, yeah. for a guy who's coming off an injury, it's oh, like yeah, that's that's massive. Oh yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Like yeah. you know. I mean, like, like he's 
Yeah, like, well, like Kyle Lowry or DeRozan, they've never had a series like what Wall's having right now. 100%. I, I, again, I'm not saying – it's just – it's something else. Like, it's like that superstar quality. But anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, you're you're right. And and so the so it's – it's I don't know, man. I, it is that inconsistency for me that he – He'll put in a great game and, you know, there'll be all kinds of uproar about him. And then the next game, or even a couple of day, games down the line, I just feel like he just doesn't live up to the hype. Now, yeah. um, last night, I mean, was an exception to the rule. Like, he he brought he brought his game. And I think... And he's averaging, like, 29 points in the series. Oh, yeah. So which which is, a season average. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which, which, is, which is crazy, which is yeah. ludicrous, which is great. Yeah, go ahead, Alex. You want to say something? No, no, no. I was, I was just listening. I was gonna add something, but after, after you were done, obviously. Okay, uh, I'm done. No, okay. Uh, yeah. So, but, but no, man. I, I just, so I love the dude. But then there's just certain times where I'm just like, we just need, we need a little bit more of that leadership because yeah. the Raptors right now, for me, overall, still need one more piece. We still need one more piece. I don't know yeah. what that is, and again, maybe that goes back to the conversation it's we Demari just Carol. had about the. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure, Carol. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just kidding, but absolutely. he actually no. would fit well in a weird way on this team. But yeah, no. It's not, it's so not we just Carol. need that. We just need something. And you guys so, got to move you know, the ball. Sure, without you. Without you. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, I, but I mean, he's yeah, he, he's doing his thing, and 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 I love that he's he's fully embraced. It feels like he and Laurie they've both fully embraced their roles, and they yeah. know what they're doing here in this city, and they know that they run this town. You know. Yeah. I just um, wish I that think, he doesn't. Sorry. Go ahead, Alex. No, no. I was just gonna say. I, I mean, what. He he's always going to get criticized. It doesn't matter what the guy can do. But every year, every year since I, the, the guy joined the team, he's improved in every aspect of his game. You're not this year, 100. he added the added the three. He's sharing the ball more. You know, we've changed our, our style of play. We pass the ball now more. Which we try to get you know doing less isos. Mm-hmm. So when he does shoot and and they, and we go to him at the end of the game and and he misses, or if he does, if he, you know, defers to other people, he's going to get criticized. Oh, he should have shot when he passed, but then, you know, when he does ISO, the, people sh- should go, oh, well, you know, why is he doing ISO? He should be moving the ball around. So, like, I don't know. I think he's going to get criticized regardless. Mm-hmm. That that interview he did with uh, Lowry and him, and, and uh, when they asked him, is it bust if you guys don't win a championship? And he was just straight up like, yeah, 100%. I, I love him. I yeah, thought you were going to say right. the one where he's like, you seem to be understanding things more. And he's like, yeah, I'm Neo now. <laughs> yeah. When he yeah. said, yeah, I'm Neo now, I like spit out my <laughs> coffee. That was great. Also, was just great. like, I appreciated the joke so much that they like laughed about it. And then after it calmed down, he looked at uh, Larry and he said, he's Morpheus. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, that's so good. That's such a solid joke, yeah. dude. Yeah. And, and like for a guy, I'm like 32, laughing. so. Anyways, Matrix Those reporters was a, not laughing pissed me off. I'm oh, like, really? That was a solid joke. I know. Yeah, it right, was a yeah. solid joke. What and it's also fuck? like, talk about, you know, being self-aware. Yeah. It's like, you yeah. know, you, it's like you're basically understanding that you're growing as a decision maker and you're saying, I'm Neo now. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. hilarious. Yeah. I forgot who the reporter was. Was it American Reporter or was it one of our own Canadian reporter? I don't know. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure who asked okay. the question, but yeah. I mean, there was not enough of a response from from all of them. There should yeah. have been a collective laugh. That's a table they slap. They probably never got the joke. Yeah, yeah I know. They're, they're, they're probably like, um, I, I don't know what you mean. Who's Neo? <laughs> um, uh, Bobby, how you feeling about uh, Demar? You know, his like, I guess what we're talking mm. about is his decision making. How, how you feeling about that? Uh, decision making. I've always been a Demar DeRozan fan since day one. First of all, uh, decision making. I just feel like. Sometimes he puts a little bit too much pressure on himself. Yeah. And this year, our squad this year, I wish I could tell him, hey, listen, man, just relax a little bit. Don't put too much pressure or think you got to, like, you know, 
be the crunch type of player yeah. to make us win. Like you have other options now. For sure. Uh, move the ball more, spread the ball more to your players and trust them to make yeah. big plays. But what happens when you pass to DeLon? He's like, I'm afraid to shoot. Well, DeLon did. He passes the ball back and then you're like, no, all right. DeLon came through last night. DeLon no, yeah, he, he made did. Big, I, I'm big talking shots. about game four, actually. Okay, like, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, but they have the system where they, through, they just, just trust each other in the system. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they, talk, you know, they practice and deal with it, yeah. with, with these trust issues and stuff. But someone mentioned earlier about being the decoy. Yeah. Just have DeMar be the decoy. Make big, big teams like put more coverage and press on him. And and once he's getting like double or even triple team, just move the ball yeah. to, a, to like a second or third option and just make a play. It, it kind of seemed like he did that last night a little oh, bit, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, it's like, I think I'm just willing, like, you know, we've touched on this a bunch in, in, in a bunch of different ways, but I'm willing to be patient because for me, you know, Demar's pound the rock. Demar was we the North, and Demar's also the culture change. Like he's basically the person who's. I mean, you know, Casey as well, but um, and 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 Lowry obviously, but 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 Demar more than anyone else, I think, is that, and we've seen his growth. Mm-hmm. So as far as you know, I like I, I I'm just so okay with him being the guy with the work ethic he puts in. I'm Absolutely. I'm cool with being part of his ebb and flow, right. even if it does mean we'll have some disappointing times at certain times. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I think the decision making it's going to take time. You know, if you look at Houston now, they've been drilling that system for like a two and a half, three years. Oh, for right. sure. And we're one season in. This started right. in training exactly. camp. Exactly. So guys are going to shoot more willingly next year. Right. They're going to move the ball even more. Demar's three is probably going to improve. You know, you're going to have guys like so. That's what I'm hoping on, banking on. I'm hoping that this system is here to stay, playoff bus or not. You know. Um, cool. Here's here's a, here's another uh, divisive one, Bobby. I'll start with you here. Um, Dwayne Casey, he's always like uh, he's always brings out a bunch of different opinions in everybody. Like right. I don't know if any if anyone has a one Casey opinion. Um, <laughs> so what stood out to you this series, bad and good? It, it can be like a trend, or it can be one specific thing. Uh, what stood out to me? He has um, improved. Um, I could see improved a little bit with his um, rotations uh, this series, but he's a little questionable actually in game three and four. But last night he came out with a lineup with like Fingers Alon, JV, the uh, Rose, and Larry. And, yeah. Um, um, I, I always I always believe that he should just come with um, better rotation. Sometimes I feel like I want to be coaching on that bench. Oh man! And picking my I think that every game. I'm like, I'm like based on what Casey's taught me, right? I should have this job. And yeah. um, this um. What's the question again? It's just um no, just like like it, what what kind of like what particularly? Yes, yeah, so, so you said game three, it's bothered you a bit. Yeah. So, a so what bit. what was bad in game three and four for you? Just our uh, rotations, basically. I think some players, I'm not gonna name names, but just have like this uh minutes, and some players should get more minutes. Yeah. Um, I think so too. I think um was it, I think it was game four that OG got turn his ankle or whatever mm-hmm. um but uh i think og has shown so much defensively that he's earned more than 22 minutes a game he's also Personally. averaging like almost uh 59 uh his field goal percentage is 59 no, yeah he's, he's right? like he's basically playing perfectly so right. unless he's injured or whatever i think yeah, I, yeah again i don't know who you take those minutes from but i think that og i don't know washington doesn't seem to have much of an answer for him Absolutely. um 
Yeah, is there, is there anything that, that stands out as good that Casey's done? Um, like I say, he's proved a little bit. I, I used to be questioning his rotations in, in, our, in, our, in our playoff series in the past. But I haven't really... Um, oh, man, it's hard. It's, it's really a tough question for me because I haven't really like, seen anything that I really like more this year or that yeah. I don't like this year from Casey. I'm kind of neutral this year. Actually. No, yeah, the Casey, Casey question is always tough because it just requires someone to like look deep inside themselves. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? You're like, am I at clown zero? What's going on here? You know what I mean? Like, I love Casey, but I hate him. But do I love him? But do I hate him? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, with that really stupid lead up, uh, Nigel, what's, what stood out to you about Casey? <laughs> His suits. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but the bad and the good are both his suits. It's yeah. like, the suits are big. I like that. The suits are big. They yeah. don't fit him. I hate yeah. that. Yeah. The suits, man. Like, come on, bro. He I knows mean, Sam Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's hilarious that you see like pictures of Surge showing up like so fitted, so just everything's like perfect and stylish. And Casey shows up, he's like, "Got this one from 1945." <laughs> Still got this one from 1945. <laughs> but it's also like a style, though. That's I mean that's, that's classic. That's, that's his basic. Thing. It is. It's you know it's it's it. Classic is probably the the word I guess. <laughs> um, I mean, he did an article in Now Magazine in 2016 about fashion and stuff and how when he came to. The Raptors, he um, his style changed uh, for the better. That's what they say in the article. I don't know if it was for the yeah, better. Yeah, I'm like, I think it just changed. Those suits didn't get any smaller before. <laughs> they're they're pretty bad. They're just dude, they're the big dude, like the Steve Harvey, like classic Steve Harvey, you know, uh, kings of comedy type special. Yeah. You know what I mean? I never saw Casey more a suit guy. I don't think maybe he doesn't like to put on suits. I think Casey would be more wear like a track suit. He or, loves those or swimsuits. Yeah, the only thing or he wears. It's yeah. a suit. It's a, either a suit for game day or right. sweats for press conference. Exactly. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You know, for for pregame or like rad cutoffs for when he's skateboarding around. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if he's like if he's like skateboarding at like high speeds, he'll have yeah, some yeah, cut off yeah. jeans for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Bill Belichick talk a lot. <laughs> I was gonna say Belichick, yeah. And yeah. Oh yeah, yeah um, sleeveless hoodies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Totally. So for Nigel, it's the suits. Yeah. Super valid. I will tell you this though. Okay, yeah. I will tell you this though. Uh, what a, something that I've really noticed about him this year. I, I think I'm. I think I'm with you, Bobby. In terms of I'm very, I'm very indifferent as well. I, I don't know. There's just he's been there, but it's just like yeah, okay, cool. But what I really loved is uh, it seems like he's been a little bit more aggressive this year and coming off of the bench and pacing and really speaking to uh, the refs or the players. Like he's been very vocal. I feel I, I, maybe I'm making it up, but it just seems like he's he's gotten into the mix a little bit more, which has been great. Um, you know, he's he's got the same kind of uh, not influences in the word I'm looking for. He's got the same kind of uh, presence. As Steve Kerr does, Steve Kerr just sits though. Like Steve mm -hmm. Kerr fully uh, last game. <laughs> I don't know if you saw Steve Kerr. At, it might have been like third quarter. He fully reclined in his chair, yeah, jacket fully open, and put both of his arms around his assistant coaches and just watched the game. Like <laughs> Steve Kerr, just, just, re just That's reclining. That's too casual. Yeah, yeah. Man, just... fucking Al Bundy. Yeah. No, but Steve Kerr though, I I, I think after he kind of came back from his like health issues, he's like. You all know I have a bad back and migraines, right? <laughs> cool. I'm basically I'm gonna end up coaching in a full-on bed. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like I'm gonna have a courtside bed, and and I'm gonna be laying down and 100%. doing like some like minor, Minority Report moving yeah. things around or whatever. Sorry, I threw in a little high tech element. I, no, man. I'm yeah. into it. I hope we, that's we, cool. No, we can talk about Minority Report if you want. Uh, uh, so yeah. so I love that about, movie. Actually, yeah, yeah. gonna coach like Steve Nash did his last year on the on the Lakers. Oh just my laying god, down on the sideline. <laughs> And you it's know Steve Nash up. is part of Golden State, isn't he? Oh yeah, he is. is. So they're working yeah. on their work, working on their laying really? down back thing together. Something like how player development. Yeah, he's, team no, he's or like player development. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, yeah. 
Really I don't know if you were d- done there, Nigel, but... Um, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Uh, how are you feeling about Casey Alex? Is there... Well, is... let's... Well, from a fashion perspective, I would love <laughs> to see... I would love to see him and, and, and Sir Aubrey Graham have matching uh, OVO track suits. Just one game. Yeah. Just one game. I'm sure Audrey would, side. too. Yeah. But Casey's... N- that's not going to happen. Yeah. But give, oh, give Casey, like, a, a black suit... Like make it nice and fitted, get a nice white shirt in there, gold tie, call it a day. You know what I mean? Let's just try yes. that for one OVO special night. That's all. Let's a gold tie it. would be nice. Gold yeah. tie would yeah. be sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. But not like not like uh not too flashy, like not too like maybe a little bit matte. Not you know what I mean? Guys, look little look. acorn, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> look, we're gonna at the end of this podcast, we're gonna throw it to my fashion podcast. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I I think uh, I think he's doing a pretty good job. I think with mm-hmm. OG, I think OG's averaging around the same number he he did during the regular season, yes. right? Like twenty. I mean, how much how much faith can you really put into a rookie at the at the end of games? You know, you you put OG on to close the game with ten minutes, and then we lose. He's going to get lambasted. It's you know? true, and he definitely He's hasn't had get... a lot of those like closing minutes. But yeah, and, sorry. And in on. terms of, I, I think the only thing was. JV's been playing so so well, and the last—I I, guess—last game is the first game that he actually closed out, um, closed the game out. JV, right? Because he would he would be on the bench for for a good part of the second half for the last for the for the first four games, right? I think last night was the only time JV was really, um, you know, active in the fourth, right? Am I am I losing it? No. no, we're all just laughing because um, Matt did the thing where he sent a photo, and and when when someone's not here, he just chooses an image and ah. superimposes their face over the photo, ah. and it looks hilarious, dude. Sorry, continue. I heard the I heard the vibration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you heard everyone. Yeah, it's like you're like everyone's vibration. giggling, but like not with me. <laughs> I thought I got cut off too. No, but no, no, you're good, you're good. Sorry, but with but with JV, he's had so many. Like, like in the last couple of years, I understood why JV was 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 coming out of ball games. He uh-huh. wasn't playing D. He was all over the place. But this, but this year, JV, he he finally has no choice. He's like, I have to put this guy in during the fourth. He's playing great D. Can he, we I mean, that that strip on wall was fucking amazing. Oh, okay. Right. I, I I was gonna interrupt you to to make sure we talk about that. Yeah, that yeah. Sh- okay. So yeah, that was a game changer I in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, it was so amazing. It was yeah. like watching the growth of a player. For a guy like JV to pick Wall like that is like just such a perfect harmony of like timing. Like that is like the that's something like a guy like only Mark Marcus Ole can do or like Go Bear, you know, like on, on any kind of like regular basis. Like for JV to do that at that moment in the game, I can't even believe he didn't get a foul call oh, no. just because of like respect. Great. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it, that was such a big moment. It, so, showed, it just showed much heart. It just it shows so he, who wanted it more like to and, end this game and. It, it, and confidence, I thought too, because oh, totally. for him yeah. to, for a big man to reach in right. on a yeah. pick and roll like that, and and not get called for a foul, and then also, you know, we all know JV with the ball. So for watching him to take a three excited steps and not travel or whatever it was just like it was so good. Like the whole moment was huge. Right. Sorry, I think J- I think no, I think JV needed to do something, make a play. Because he knows he's like, if I don't make a special play, I'm out of this ball game. But he's like, I feel like Casey, he he needed to see JV step up. I think that's what he's trying to do. I think he's trying to make more of an impact with, you know, little things like that. It doesn't necessarily have to be a big shot because offensively, JV is always consistent, especially in the playoffs. He's always scoring. 
and yeah. he still comes off. So he's like, what the fuck do I got to do to stay on this court? Yeah, he's just got to be you know, a bit stuff like better that. on that pick and roll. But that's what I'm trying to uh, add to. I totally agree. I'm trying to add to what you're saying, Alex. I um, Casey, he makes adjustments sometimes where if the other team go with a small man lineup, then Casey takes out JV and try to go with a small man yeah. line to match up. Like, JV has shown in game one and last night that he could actually run with their small man lineup. Yeah. Right? Well, and, and it's like, I think... Sometimes, yeah, and, and and that's why, like for me, I was saying the practicality versus reality thing because I think the idea is, oh, he's just gonna get blasted in this pick and roll. Right. But it's like the but the reality is they're not using that pick and roll enough. Right. And unless Wall is absolutely on fire shooting wise, then you know Perto's not that much better of an option on the pick and roll than JV. Versus how much better JV is on offense. Sorry if that was like a super convoluted mm-hmm. way, but it, yeah, it's like it's like weighing the good versus the bad, and right. you know, it's, it's it, I think a lot's on Casey to make the right decision. Right. But, um, <clears throat> sorry, Alex, do, do we jump on your point? Or are you? No, no, that was basically it. I I, I just feel JV's earning his uh, stripes. You know, <laughs> he's 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 earning his playing time, especially in in this postseason. You know, I think he, yeah. we're gonna see him. If we don't see him next game in the fourth quarter, I will be completely shocked. Yeah. And up, upset Agreed. at uh, Dwayne Casey, unless he's playing absolutely horrendous. Yeah, you know, if he's playing with the same level of consistency and he doesn't play in the fourth, I, 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 I I'd be completely shocked. You know, mm-hmm. seriously. Um, how shocked would you be if, uh, if like next game he came out with like another rosary tattoo, like <laughs> over his <laughs> over his pre-existing one? Would that like would that shock you? Would it be like Gortat? You shaved your head? What up, buddy? I got a whole nother tattoo, no, and it's man. just as weird as my first. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, no. Okay, so for, for for me, for Casey, it's like I think the good is um, not really rotations, but it's like it's adjustments for Casey. So he's never going to be like a Brad Stevens, where it's like I think part of what Casey has with his players is is more trust. You know, he's not a micromanager. Mm-hmm. He lets people. There, I think it was a moment. Might have been in the third quarter where it's like where I was just like call timeout, call timeout, and he didn't call timeout. And I think it might have been CJ who hit a three, and then things just chilled out. And he saw the Raptors. I don't know. There was some kind of like moment where they were like, no, 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 we're fine, we're fine. And it's it's that it's that level of trust. But I'm kind of going against what I'm what I'm what my my good point there is that <laughs> I think sometimes with Washington, I think particularly in games three and four. When they are like when they start off and you know you see Wall starting to kind of get amped up and he gets a couple steals and he makes a couple big plays and he starts like you know whatever like like saying shit I do think that Casey needs to call timeouts yeah. you know and just burn just burn a couple timeouts oh, yeah. to be like hey like you guys are playing fine right Wall just made a big play it's all good yeah Let's coach Pop it. is like that Exactly. And like, I think there's different types of timeouts. Sometimes you call the timeouts like, oh, you guys are like not executing the plan. Mm. But sometimes you just got to call the timeout. Yeah. Like even for the crowd, like in Washington, there's a couple of times where I'm like, call the timeout. Let let this crowd simmer. Yeah. Because anyways, yeah. Sometimes Casey, like in game coaching, he does, he's a very by the book, especially with his timeouts. Yeah. Like he's like, I'll call a timeout at the nine minute mark and the three minute yeah. mark as right. someone like pop will do a back to back timeout. Oh, yeah. totally. And, and yeah. I also get, the, <laughs> yeah. I get the idea right. of saving timeouts, but it's like, as a coach, you know, 
in game, it's all about rhythm. So it's like yeah. you want to control rhythm at all times, and you have to understand it's like a it's a seesaw. You, the rhythm's going to go back and forth. You know, each team's going to make their runs, especially at like a playoff level. Oh yeah, Coach but, Bob will do that back to back timeout with his team up by ten, but the yeah. team just went like on a five six run. He, and his team's still up by ten, but he will call like a back to back timeout. Oh, he's like the momentum. Oh, he's ruthless. Yeah, he yeah. does not care. And yeah. he's been he like is running a military. He's he said a quick off. hook on Danny yeah. Green right. for four years yeah. after Danny Green has like two championships in the Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. And Danny Green just like it's like one blown assignment. He's like, you're out of here, Danny Green. It's like, man, Danny Green's like done a lot of things for your franchise, but yeah, fair enough. Um, okay, uh, gonna move on here. Um, Alex, I'll start with you. Uh, Fred Van Fragile. Is he, is he, he's not fragile. He's tough. I like him. But is our ecosystem, you know, you know uh, the Raptors are, are more than the sum of their parts type thing. Is that ecosystem fragile? Because, or, or, or was Fred such a vital part of our team that, you know, we're just, I'm underselling what we're actually missing. Uh, you know, because I, I I've been missing his steady hand, and I think it's been rough for the Raptors um, to not have that, especially in terms of turnovers and and spacing and a willing shooter and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, how, how are you feeling missing Fred? Is it is it overblown or or what no. are you thinking? No, I think Fred's huge for our team. I think you know he's a great ball handler. He's he's he makes fucking wicked decisions. He's a he's a tough defender. He hits fucking big shots. I think he's huge. Like missing him is so huge. Mm-hmm. I I think it's underrated to be perfectly honest. So what's what's the Raptors margin for error then? Is is it basically we need 10 healthy players to beat teams? I think I think in terms of Washington we're going to we can beat them without Fred VanVleet, but when yeah. it comes to Cleveland, I think I think our guys have this this thing with with uh, Fred, like Lowry, I think in the press conference pointed to Fred when when they were like, "What's going on? What's wrong with this team?" and and he pointed to Fred, like, "Well, we need this guy." You know, I think it's a mental yeah. thing. We we he, have he's like back. our second Lowry. He, yeah, he's got you know, like he's, this he's like a game manager chip oh, yeah. on his shoulder, and I think he just boosts our morale. I mean, he's a great. Pl- I mean, he's a he's a wicked player. He's he hits shots. He's he yeah. he does everything you need in a basketball player, but. He's also got this like intangible about him, you know. He's got mm-hmm. that thing, and I, I and I think all year he's he showed that he's not a fluke and he's not lucky and he, he's really a, a, actually a good player. And I think we got we get a, a boost of confidence confidence from that kid. And I think to beat Cleveland, we're gonna need him a hundred percent. Yeah, Washington, uh, we got him. We got Washington without Freddie. Bobby, uh, how you feeling about Fred and and missing Fred? He was actually becoming, um, you know, like, talks about six main candidate in the league. And yeah. He's actually our sixth man. He comes off the bench, you know, give Larry uh, uh, some rest. And he's coming in to become like a, a new Larry. And he, yeah. I think Larry's he's a closer probably, for us, too. Uh, like absolutely. He, he closed more than, you know, DeLon or CJ or whatever. Right. But one thing I noticed, too, what Casey did, I remember, um, I think it was the second, third game of the season, he had a, a backcourt lineup with uh, Larry uh, Wright. And Van Fleet. I'm like, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. But it's showing that, like, um, we're <laughs> on um, small forward, man. Right. Exactly. Well, Larry doesn't have to, like, you know, have um, a lot of, uh, just have to bring the ball or make the, make plays with the ball. He could be off the ball, make yeah. Van Fleet be the playmaker. Right. And Larry could just, you know, catch a pass, step into shot, and make a three. And I, I love it. But we, I think, um, just like what um, Alex said, I totally agree. Like, we're okay with Washington, but moving forward, 
we are gonna need Van Fleet. Um, we're gonna need we're gonna yeah. need our ten man roster if we're gonna like you know um, you know uh make it far into the finals of the Eastern Conference finals. We definitely yeah. need them. Yeah. If we're gonna if we're gonna overthrow the king, of you course, need, like all the pawns. Right? Oh yeah, you need all of them. Uh, yeah. Nigel, I hate that so much. By my analogy, <laughs> yeah, or, yeah it makes sense. I'm but sorry. I just LeBron infuriates <laughs> me sometimes, man. Um, oh, we're gonna pass Jamar. <laughs> oh my oh. god. Okay, if anyone's wondering what that weird sound was, it was LeBron. That, yeah, no, was that's LeBron. actually me on an NBA TV thing being like, LeBron's the greatest scorer of all time. And everyone's yelling at me. And then I'm like, he's going to pass Jabbar. <laughs> so Matt sometimes, when we have LeBron, just plays a clip of me being like, he's going to pass Jabbar. <laughs> that's amazing because me and Bobby both stunned at what happened. Like, what? <laughs> Matt, we're like, what just happened? <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, I digress. Look, okay, Van Fleet, we're yep. talking about, we're talking about practice. We are talking yeah. about a Wichita State Shocker alumnus. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this guy, Andrew Wiggins' brother. No, you know what? Yeah, what? No. So this guy is coming from the Shocker Nation. All, all right? right. Comes up here in our D League. Shout out to the 905 2017 champions. Yes. He knows how to fight. And right. 18. And, right? uh, no, they lost this year. Oh, yeah. so sorry. Yeah. So, sorry. so you sure just let me make my point? Because it would have been, been great. I would have so dropped sorry. the mic and walked so away. <laughs> um, as I was saying. So he knows how to fight, is what I'm saying. Like yeah. that, the Wichita State uh, system has gone through some things now, and they're they're up and coming. I mean, people people have them in their brackets and going pretty deep, like for uh, sure this past season. What I'm getting at is that he, for me, is, and I had to look this up because I was trying to think of who is a person or who is another NBA player that I feel Van Fleet has that fight, like that Nate Robinson kind of like he's there's a there's a height difference and stuff, but it's more the personality. It's more like Nate can get super pissed when he wants to, and he'll generate energy, he'll generate points, he'll generate whatever you need, and I feel like Van Fleet has that same kind of chip where he'll come in, he is turning into a lorry, but a different version of that. Like right. the right. dark lorry, you know what I mean? Ooh. Where he'll come in and he'll do his thing. <laughs> Sorry, but, but he'll, I just thought it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> but he'll, he'll switch Ooh. it up so that the whole system almost has to change. Like we have to go into, you know, just a, another kind of world, but yeah. it's the same, you know what I mean? Um, so I love him. I think he's great. And so to answer your question finally, yeah, I think it does hurt us and I think we do we do need him. Yes. I think... I think the Toronto Nation knows that. I think the yeah. Raptors, Raptors strong. I think we all know that. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, for me, Van Fleet. Like, I, I think our <laughs> ecosystem is a, or you know, like uh, some of all all the parts thing is is a little bit fragile, um, just because we're st- like I was saying before. You know, you got to keep believing in the system. But I do think that there's probably four or five players who we could miss, and it would be less of an effect than missing Van yeah, Fleet. Yeah, Agreed. just because. You know, especially on the bench, he pushes the pace, he spaces, right. and you know, you even saw it. I think it was like one play where everyone in the ACC went wild, where Siakam ripped down a board and sprinted the whole court <laughs> and then got fouled right. because everyone was reminded it's like this is what this bench is supposed to be. Yeah. Because when it's it, whether it's Delon, um, you know, Siakam or Van Vliet. Whoever gets the rebound sprints up the court. Right. And that's yeah. a, it's a big part of what Lowry does, too, is just kind of like get you that quick look. And for me, Van Vliet is that kind of game manager, where, whereas, whereas DeLon's more of like an opportunist right. who's like, I, I'll be herky-jerky. I'll like, oh, man, when he stole the ball from Wall and he did that, like his Euro step and Wall just mistimed his jump. Yeah. yeah. 
It's like, you know, you, we saw a wall earlier in the game, like, block Lowry so hard. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So seeing, seeing DeLon do that yeah. to him right. was like, man, yeah, DeLon's unpredictable. But, but I think with Van Vliet, he's like, okay, so in the 16th second of this possession, I'm going to give Siakam the ball here. Then I'll run around this screen, and he'll either be able to pass to me or he'll have Pirtle under the basket, and we'll get an easy dunk. And, like, Van Vliet's just one of those guys. He sees all that. Right. Yeah. Like, every possession. True point guard. Yeah, and even, steady like... Steady Freddy, man. Steady Freddy, man. Even, like, uh, the way he doubles on or swipes at the ball, it's like... I don't know. He's, he just kind of defies what you think when you see a guy that size. Right. Um, I think he plays better too with um, um, makes better decisions uh, when he's sharing the ball with like the Siakams and the Pertos, right? Van Fleet, just like you know, to make the team more flowing uh, better. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, okay, so last question here for the Raptor segment, then we'll, we'll blaze through the NBA series. But um, Alex, I'm going to start with you. What's your mood going forward? We got we got Game Six tomorrow, uh, Friday. Uh, hopefully, no Game Seven, but maybe Game Seven on Sunday. What are you feeling going forward, like just in general, Alex? I I have confidence that we're going to go to the finals for sure. I mean, I think we're going to beat Washington Friday, and if we don't, which I think we will, we're going to beat them. We're going to beat them at home, and then you know, Cleveland's obviously LeBron is LeBron. Obviously, he's terrifying. Yeah, we all saw but, yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah. The only people block, and then the, the we game saw the goaltend. Was it a goaltend? Yes, it was. It was 100%. I watched it three times, and I can't tell if his fingers touch the backboard, if the ball touches the backboard before the block. But I'm like, no, you know what? If I was an Indiana fan, I'd be pissed that they didn't review that. Oh, hell Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. It's not Carry reviewable, on. a goaltend, actually. Oh, it's not? No. Man, I'm making a lot of mm. like, wrong fucking decisions here. <laughs> <laughs> Your streak continues. <laughs> 905, 2018 champions. <laughs> Carry on. Um. <laughs> I think I I think and I think like obviously everybody's so hyped on Philly and I I mean once Ben Simmons figures out that you know he's he's got to hit a jump shot past twelve feet then I start being worried I'm not really concerned. Oh wow, some nice like casual Philly slander. I actually love that. I can't stand Philly. You're it's your fucking year. And you're talking about how you're going to the finals and how they're the biggest threat. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> there we go. Stand that city. Bunch of cheese steak eating clowns. I can't. Alex, wait, wait, right wait, now. wait, wait, wait. Alex, Alex, where are you, where are you, uh, where are you calling from? Where are you hailing from? I'm 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 in New York. Okay, right great. Now. Go ahead. Two Keep going. I know. I'm picturing him like yelling this at a bodega cat yeah. right now. You know what I mean? He's been too many fucking cats here. Get out of here. Sorry, carry on. Ah, uh, just that city. <laughs> Fuck off. Meek Mill, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Yeah, me, yeah, you know, the Meek yeah. Mill ringing the bell was big, though. That was oh, huge. Yeah. It was really, really nice huge. to see that. Nice. Honestly, as much as I'm 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 like Alex in that I'm like anytime some team gets overhyped like like too early, I'm just like you know, get out of here. I, 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 I go to hell. But I, I did like the Phantom of the Opera mask ringing the bell for yeah. Joel Embiid. I'm like, that's just too silly. Yeah. That's too silly. I love that shit. Yeah. And also Meek Mill ringing the bell. I was just like, this is like mm. a mixture of silly and absolutely emotional and beautiful. Yeah. But sorry, yeah. I'm um, done with this. Trust the process. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. Honest to God. Guess what? Guess what, though? A part of the process the is getting humiliated in the playoffs. So I hope they're ready for yeah. that. Yeah. Right. Um, but uh, <laughs> mood going forward, Nigel. Uh, for the Raptors? Yeah. Um, you know, look, I'm going to be honest with you guys. 
I'm always, I'm always timid. I'm yeah. always timid, yeah. man. I, I just always am. I'm always on eggshells when you we make it to the playoffs. Man. Yeah, we make yeah. the playoffs. I, I just once want to go into the playoffs with it. Look, this goes with any Toronto team. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm serious. Except for the Rock, because we know they're probably the most winning championship team. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah, yeah. ever had that doesn't recognize. Yeah. But. <laughs> but Fair enough. Uh, yes. Uh, but I. I think I'm. I reluctantly saying that they are going to close out this series. I, I just, I, I'm scared. Yeah. I'm scared. Okay. And I yeah. don't like to admit fear. Hey, I'm a man fair. who does not admit fear. I don't oh. cry. I don't have tear ducts. <laughs> <laughs> and so I prefer not to talk about this. But if we must, because I am here, yeah. I'm scared. But I think they will, I think they'll ink one out. And just for a visual at, uh, at home, everyone, uh, Nigel's like crying profusely right now. <laughs> but it's like silent, and he's not making any noise, and it's just like like buckets of tears. He actually just ruined his Mac. It's like yeah. all wet now. Um, <laughs> Bobby, how you uh, how you feel? What's your mood going forward? I agree with Nigel too. I'm a little bit more on the edge. I thought this series would have been done by now. Me I was too. hoping that I said know, Raptors in five. We'll take yeah, me too. I mean, mm-hmm. I thought game four we had because we had a 14 point lead. We still lost. Um, but I just want the series to be done on Friday. I don't yeah. want a game seven. Even though if we go to game seven, we'll possibly win. I just want. I mean, just all the four of the teams who already advanced. Why can't we be? With yeah, that we're number one seed, right? It's yeah, that. Right? Zach Lowe is saying this too. It's like stop complimenting Washington because right. like Casey and everything. Everyone just keeps being like, you know, they're better than an eight seed. They're better than an eight seed. It's like, uh, yeah, but we're the one seed. Yeah. So right. don't worry about anybody else. Totally. I'm tired of seeing Washington. This is this a game six on Friday. Let's just step on their throat. Get that game. Yeah, get and on and the plane. And also, if we're gonna lose, right. um, send out uh, uh, Malcolm Miller and punch Ubre in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> just, just, just a little addition there. Like, if we are going to lose uh, and we have to come back to Toronto, yeah. punch Ubre in the face. That'd Fair. be nice. Um, but uh, my yeah, my mood going forward is I think that Casey's uh, Casey and Co. They've seen enough like lineup data to be like you know to know to maybe trust JV. Um, just to have a kind of good understanding of a series and, and to know also that um, whoever pushes the pace is going to win this series mm-hmm. and and we have to make them play us in the half court. They're trying to make us play them in the half court. So we just have to push the pace. Yeah. Um, but for me, I think I like the, I like the non-panic about not playing Van Vliet because I think that when we're about to when, – when, when this – when the Raptors brass thinks we're about to get eliminated, we're going to see Van Vliet. So that's going to be like the last, like the, the, what's that analogy? You break the bottle in case of emergency or whatever. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I like sure. that. Yeah. Sure. Is that okay? Fuck, <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. M- mood going forward. Uh, mood going forward. Let's just say uh, happy tired. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like you, you just went on a long run and you're happy that you've worked out, but also like you're, you're pretty tired. Like, yeah. Like shit. Right. Um, okay, let's, let's, let's talk some like NBA at large. Matt, would you give me a sting? Uh, uh. Nigel's feeling everybody. He's, yeah, like, I'm, he's, I'm picking he's this swaying one a little yeah, bit. Man. Um, I'm pretty sure Alex has like picked up one of the cats dancing around <laughs> in the bodega. Oh, yeah. Um, a little slow dancing with the bodega cat. Uh, for sure. Uh, so I'm I'm just gonna kind of like um, throw out one question per series, and uh, wherever it goes from there is fine. Uh, some series are you know more boring than others, obviously. But uh, let's start with the the process because we were already talking about it. Um, this uh, this this Philly Miami series, um, and I guess Philly in general since they've won. 
Is Philly overhyped, Alex? I feel like we know how you feel. Uh, Bobby, Bobby, let's start with you. Is Philly overhyped? Or, or they are they a real threat? How about that? Hmm. Because um, obviously they're an exciting story. but They're a very ex- exciting team. Uh, young players. But I, I, I mean, to be honest, I can't freak out Philly. I haven't watched too many Philadelphia games this all this season. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, maybe I'm kind of a little surprised how well they're doing right now. I'm a bit surprised. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like Especially said, Covington. Have you ever seen this guy play? Who is Covington? He's, I don't know. He, Covington's their small forward, but he's Robert wicked Covington. On, he's right? wicked on D. It's like he's, he's having a huge season. Is Sarek still playing for Philadelphia? Yes. Yeah, he's still playing for Sarek. Oh, you know what? I like how this is a nice casual Philly I have slander. to give credit though, to JJ Reddick, though, because I was shocked he went to Philadelphia and he signed with them, but maybe he saw something that we didn't see that this team's got potential to do yeah. something uh, this season. Yeah, he, oh. he saw a situation where he could like like be have an impact on the team and it'd be casual enough for him to run a podcast. Do you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? I was like, say. He was like, this is a good podcasting town for me. And uh, shout out to Amir Johnson. Uh, Amir Johnson, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Amir Johnson. That yeah, he, he actually had a surgery where he has no ankles anymore. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he can't turn? Uh, yeah. He's like a Lego piece. Um, <laughs> he looks great on that bench, though, man. He's oh, yeah. rocking them warm-ups. I yeah, know. Well, he's and having a good time. He's smart. He's, he's happy. Still, he's still yeah. 25. Yeah, he looks happy. <laughs> 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 no, he was... Uh, but his age always throws me because he's the last uh, uh, high school player drafted. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, okay, Philly, over overhyped, or if you have anything to say about Miami, that's also okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, first of all, I was shocked that Miami made it in. That's what I, I just, I was like, my, what? Playoffs? Yeah, into the playoffs, period. I was just like. Yeah, it got weird with Detroit, because I think like a month, a month ago, Detroit was like, oh, just so you know, everyone, we're bowing out. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like, what? Oh, I guess it's just seeding now. Yeah. But exactly. there was no, you know, playoff push. Yeah. So whatever. Miami's Miami right now. Uh, Dwayne Wade will probably, I feel like he should just call it a day. I think if yeah. he's retired, just call it a day, mm-hmm. man. Like, go he looks top, toast. Bro. Like, yeah. He looks toast. Yeah. He, everything hurts when you watch him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, everything for me hurts. When Maybe I just, um, I think last season in the off season, he was vacationing. It was always on Instagram. His pictures. <laughs> I don't think he was ever in the gym working out. Like, no, he didn't do the whole conditioning. He right? didn't do the and, Grand Hill thing. Right. It's like, I'm going to go, like, you can tell some players when they hit like 33 they're like I'm going into a laboratory uh-huh. yeah. and other players are like oh I'll chase the ring for one year whoa I'm slow eh <laughs> anyways catch y'all later <laughs> you know what I mean like, I think he still got some game in him though just get it off season get in better shape he has like me. skills for sure but yeah but like, on a Miami team like on a team like that like mm-hmm. I want to see I want to I don't want to see him go out in a bad and just just kind of flame out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a, he, he just, well, that's kind of what that. Cleveland was, right? Because he was part yeah. of the whole toxic situation. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. brutal. Um, but to, uh, but to Philly, I mean, look, I, I'll tell you this there's one thing that I really love about them what? it is their branding. Oh, Philly's branding right oh, now. You give me some you give me them like cream uniforms, What's bro. What's so good about Philly? their branding? Alex, the shut fact the that they fuck put up. a, <laughs> a <laughs> fighter on the Liberty Bell. How do we toughen up this organization? I like to hear. I like to hear that answer this question. Or a snake. Snake. I'm sorry, losers. Oh wow. Okay. Listen, man. It's it's about the youth. It's not about us. It's about the youth. It's about how can we attack the youth and how can we make our clothes our clothes in this process look cool or be cool and people mm-hmm. buy into it. Not a lot of the old guard are wearing like the newer fashion stuff. But if you look in the audience when they're panning to 
panning through at those Philly games, man, those young kids are wearing so much. They're wearing more Philly swag than half the uh, half the Raptors audiences. Ever. Didn't Philly get like the gear award or whatever it was? I wouldn't doubt it because their stuff looks good because they yeah, have such I, a great. I, I, I forget what that's called, What's but it's award? like. Yeah. It's it's basically just like like well, Raptors won it one year. It was like oh, the yeah? first year that like uh, sure. everyone started wearing these these like Mitchell and Ness hats. Yeah, all, yeah, yeah. That are all kind of like Raptors. <clears throat> yeah, but I love the branding. I mean, whatever they do after this will be will just be uh, just be a little bit of extra. I think. Yeah. You know, like they're cool. So you beat down Miami, great. Like yeah, now, exactly. now you guys ready to actually play some ball? Because cool. Here we go. I actually said Miami in seven. So I think oh, I wow. got, I gotta give. Philly some credit because they're playing more complete basketball than I realized. Um, so I got to say I'm a little bit impressed there. But um, – and, um, yeah, and so so I, I think with Philly, I just think it's kind of – I don't know. I don't want to underestimate them anymore. I do want to see them get challenged a little bit, and I'm not even sure if that's going to happen in the next series because it's Boston who's going to be pretty beat up. Or uh, Milwaukee, and Milwaukee – I don't know what's going on with Milwaukee. I think Me like too. playing them in the playoffs last year, right. they definitely have athleticism. Right. So that will be fun. I definitely want to see Giannis go up against their stars. Right. But man, Giannis uh, Simmons, come on. Right. That's good TV, yeah, right? Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, for sure. Like Giannis Simmons, that's going to be fun. But um, yeah, I, I do think they're overhyped. Uh, for instance, I do think that the Raptors would struggle with Philly less than they've struggled with Washington. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an Arby and, and Meek Mill 2.0 in the Eastern Conference Finals, I think. Oh, wow. my God. I just realized wow. that. If it's, okay, and if, okay, if it's if it's Raptors – okay, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Arby Drake, but if, if, know. Yeah, yeah. You know, if, if it's Raptors-Philly <laughs> Conference Finals, oh my God. like, I honestly think that – Yo, just like, battle tracks. It's gonna be up. yeah, just <laughs> battle tracks, and yeah. it's gonna be the first time ever that I write a, a basketball think piece. Uh, you know, I'm gonna gu- I'm gonna guarantee that on the podcast because it's gonna be Colangelo versus Colangelo. Oh, and yes. I'm gonna do a think piece about his 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 tenure in Philly so right. far and his tenure in the Raptors. Right. And while and, you're doing that think piece, uh, I'm gonna draw the illustrations for it. Oh my uh, god, that will go within the think piece, and and we'll sell it to Grantland. Grantland's 100%. gonna be like, we don't exist anymore, and we'll be like, honestly, no worries, we just. <laughs> wanted to do this for us um okay uh it's probably a bit too long in, uh, on that series but wait did i did I, everyone throw in some yeah yeah uh wait bobby did you throw yeah, in I some? Did. yeah um i'm sure alex did i got a couple alex more did. things but let's keep it moving wait, yeah. are, 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 are the things about how you ate you're philly? doing you're doing nothing for philly's travel and tourism right now yeah i can't even deal with philly overrated boston's gonna win and boston's gonna be milwaukee and they are gonna battle fucking Philly. They are going to battle Philly. Boston is well coached and they got young guys who could, you know, who could compete with you know Simmons and and MB. Boston. Okay, that's the team I hate. <laughs> I, I, hate I actually I like love Boston. that Jalen Brown. Sorry, uh, uh, it wouldn't be a, a Confederacy of Dunks basketball podcast. And I'm sorry, I know I'm interrupting you, Alex, but I just got to say this no because I, it wouldn't be a Confederacy of Dunks basketball podcast if I didn't slander Stevens just a little. <laughs> so I'm going to say this: I was so happy when Jalen Brown came out, and he's like, right. "The coach is getting too much credit. I of put course. in a lot of work to my game this year." Right. Which oh. I was like, "Yes, Jalen yeah. Brown." Yeah, yeah. Everyone's being like, oh, Brad Stevens is responsible for anything good in Boston. And Jalen Brown's like, no, Jalen Brown's responsible for Jalen Brown. Oh. So I was like, that's actually nice. And yeah. I appreciate that. And, I agree with you. And sit on a tack, Stevens. Oh, you, know? you must have loved hearing that. Oh, I loved hearing it. Um, but okay, sorry, Alex. Go ahead. No worries. That's it. 
I'm done with that. <laughs> I interrupted you. And you're like, yeah, I'm it's done. It's too buddy. early in the day to get this mad at basketball. So let's <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay, uh, let's go to. Um, Let's go to Golden State San Antonio. Huh. Um, was that like you know my take for that series is that it was just a bit sad. Yeah, you know yeah. we didn't get to see Kawhi, yeah. we, uh, which is so weird, and we didn't get to see Curry. And it seems like you know San Antonio and Golden State were like ships passing in the night. Uh-huh. Like when those when I don't know we didn't get to see them at their peak. Well, like, what what yeah what, what we like, missed was what was, the magic from like you know a couple years back when you know the Spurs are still they're still at the top of their game like yeah. they're just on the cusp of this bubble bursting and yeah and golden state is coming through this rise and it was a great battle even during the season man and, and i know this was the complete opposite and then of that. Kawhi and gets just, injured and it's like we just missed out we just missed out it yeah, sucked yeah it wasn't uh it wasn't great um i think um um i think i played new orleans golden state yeah yeah, yeah they're, think, they're yeah. gonna play new orleans but do, do, you, have, do you have any feelings with like san antonio golden state is it like um, it was just like a series I was not even interested in because once again there's no quiet. It was no a curve. bit boring. It yeah. totally was, and that's like the worst series, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I think I agree. It totally was. I'm kind of disappointed. Oh, Houston and totally. Minnesota was pretty bad though too. You think? Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, for me, yeah. So okay. Does anyone have anything else to say on Golden State San Antonio? No, nah, no, nah, really. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I didn't even watch sorry. one game. Sorry, they got covered enough. Yeah, you know, fuck Silicon Valley and all that. Um, <laughs> New eras move on. Yeah, it's, but uh, no, I, I think with um, sorry, yeah, were, were you gonna say something on Houston and um, Minnesota, Bobby? No, that was Alex about Houston. Uh, yeah, Alex. Well, well, what's your thoughts? No, on that? I, was that boring? I mean, I just, I just thought those series were were more boring. I did, I did like the sweep. I did like New Orleans smashing um, uh, Portland more than I did like the the yeah. other two series. Yeah, so. yeah. Let, let, let's like, uh, like for yeah, for me, I don't have much to say about Houston and Minnesota besides, I was, I was. I was waiting to see if Houston was going to trust their own process or trust, nice. trust nice. the math or whatever. And they did. Yeah. And, and it's scary. And Minnesota, I think it was a bit dysfunctional. They got Butler back really late. Butler clearly has a big influence on games. Big time. I think Minnesota, and we'll, we'll transition to Portland and New Orleans, but I think both Minnesota and Portland should take a Raptors page and mm. not panic. Right. Don't blow up your team right. because you had a bad playoffs. Right. Like, Improve your team. Right. Anyway, yeah. So I think uh, Portland's going to blow theirs up. I, I think too. they will Minnesota, too. Minnesota I, I, will stay, but I don't yeah, think they necessarily I need to. I, I agree. Uh, uh, I don't know, but, but like I, I think I Portland kind of needs to. CJ and uh, litter. It's, it's been like what, three, four years. Like it's nothing has really, you know. Yeah. But you, what about Larry DeRozan though? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Isn't it a bit of a similar thing? <sighs> For sure. For it's sure. Like, it is. do you want to blow that up or do you want to tinker? You know, because yeah. Portland had a really good season. Yeah, they did, yeah. and then they just basically had a matchup scenario where they got smoked. Yeah, and Rondo yeah. was like, "Hey, everyone, I get 17 assists a game. Remember <laughs> yeah. me?" And also, like, I'm 76. Yeah, yeah, I'm 76 years old, <laughs> and my elbow's still broken from that my way <laughs> weird injury. Sorry, that's a weird joke. Um, yeah, so but but that was impressive, right? Wasn't uh, it cool yeah. to see Davis go off like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait to see uh, New Orleans against Golden State. I think it's going to be a great series. Yeah, I let's. Think, uh, I think the Pelicans are going to actually give them a good run. Yeah, oh, yeah. Saturday ten thirty game one. Okay, so yeah, really. so 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 Bobby, you think you think they're going to give them a run? Yeah, it's going to be a like sweep. Curry will come back at some point in the series, right? That's what we're here. Probably late. They probably late. Yeah. yeah, I won't see him coming maybe to it, probably the, um, the West Conference Finals if they, if they make it. If he's not in this round, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I think the first two games are important. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, Davis is balling right now. Okay, this is 
I hope this is not too like, an, I hope not an unsexy pick, but I think Golden State's <laughs> going to sweep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I just think that like New Orleans is going to cause some problems, and right. I think it will be like tight games. Right. But I think Durant and Clay and Kerr. That was hilarious. <laughs> was, that wasn't Matt, by yeah, the way. No. Either that was like a cat farting. That's from New York. Or it was a bus. That honking. was me. That's from New York. Yeah. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I just think that Golden State has shown such. I don't know composure, but they're they're struggling right before the playoffs. Number they were, they yeah, were. they're pretty. They're like, like a bit falling off. And Rondo bit. and Holiday are absolutely balling, right? Yeah, and Miritich looks right? everything looks good for yeah. New Orleans. So I, I mean, whatever. I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that Golden State gets swept. But there's a there's a clear difference between uh, the implosion might be a, a big word, but implosion of the Cavaliers and mm-hmm. then uh, the Warriors. Yeah, because they both started sliding at the same time, mm-hmm. but the Cleveland had more notoriety about it. There's something more about it where people were like, oh no, oh no. You yeah. They're barely going to make the playoffs. They were going to make the playoffs, but barely going to, you know what I mean? Know, There's a yeah, lot of, exactly. but Golden State just seemed to be like, okay, yeah, of course we're sliding a bit. Right. Going, growing some, some, we're injured. Some pains. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Injured or shout out to my man Christian Cruz. He's a Golden State fan and he said, um, it keeps, he's telling me how they look tired too or yeah. just not interested. Hey man, you know, four, was it, are there three, three finals in a row? Yeah. yeah, three. And they're headed to their fourth. Right. So, I mean, it it's fatiguing. Like, right. that's that's the whole thing when, you know, I, I said when they signed Durant that um, this Durant iteration of Golden State gets two championships, and I'm sticking to that. I don't think they get more than that. I just think that wear and tear and, yeah. uh, I don't know, shit happens. Fair. You know what I mean? Like, um, But I think I think the series is going to be nice. I think Pelicans Warriors oh, yeah. is going to be nice. I think uh, Pelicans will win one. Yeah. Okay. Pelicans will win a one at home for sure. Because there's, yeah. there's going to be that energy, that cool oh, yeah. – New Orleans is going to bring it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would love if it went 2-2. I would oh, love yeah. it. Oh, man. I'd love it. I'd love it. If Golden State – like, I just want to see Golden State sweat. Like, yeah. I want those top-tier teams to sweat. That's yeah. all I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm loving this Indiana-Cleveland uh, oh. series. Which, you know <laughs> what? Let's go there now because okay. that's that's got to be – anytime you see LeBron – Maybe lose is right. basically the most exciting thing in basketball. <laughs> You're, not right? yeah. You're not wrong. I almost um, robbed a bank the other day because I was so happy. And like Lance, make him dance. He's doing weird shit. Um, <laughs> Oladipo is kind of a coming out party. He's, uh, oh, yeah. I think he's underperformed a little bit, but he still looks awesome. Oh, yeah. um, he's got a future. Jose Calderon, like still alive. So <laughs> that's some um, <laughs> Tyron Lou looking calm. We're all hoping he's healthy. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm not trying to make a light of that scenario. <laughs> I but shouldn't I, have laughed. I yeah, no, I, actually, I, 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 I saw, like, I just saw this weird play where at the end um, I'm loving the New York sounds by the way can I say that <laughs> like you know what I mean I feel like stuff going on in this I feel like you know like I hope that you're like like you're going through all the boroughs yeah. and like we're hearing the different sounds you know what I mean like um, but uh, yeah no um, uh, what was I saying um, clean calves oh yeah just like just it's it's been a good series for Indiana too. It's like well, when's the last time LeBron has lost two games right. in the first round? Like I don't even remember that when he's ever lost. I guess he did against Washington, the Gilbert Arenas days. Yeah, they should, or um, maybe Miami, early two thousands. I think those Miami teams. I don't know, but um, it's been fun, Bobby. What, what's your take on that? Uh, Man, I was LeBron oh. versus uh, Indiana. I'm I'm both ways with this. I kind of want to see Indiana beat them, but then again, if Cleveland wins, you want to beat them. Yeah, so I could really had to take down the big giant. And I It'd was checking cool. the score ticker on my on my app last night, and Cleveland looked like 
it looks like clearly they're going to run away with that game. And then all of a sudden, it got tied up. I think like 92 and 92. I'm like, oh, my God. Indiana's going to probably win this game. And then LeBron just came. They hit that big jumper. And yeah. that was it. So Le- I LeBron think came through with the goal 10. Yeah. No. I, think that's it. I think that's it for Indiana. I think. I think yeah. so, too. Yeah. Like, uh, Ennis, if you're listening to this, I appreciate that you <laughs> you keep trying to bet people um, uh, that the Pacers will beat the Cavs. But... Also, if you're anyone else listening to this, don't take Ennis up on, uh, on that bet. <laughs> He's not in a right right mind, man. Like yeah. you don't bet against LeBron. I mean, maybe, maybe if it's like Raptors against LeBron, I'll get crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean. But um, yeah, Nigel, how are you feeling about that series? I hate the Pacers. I, I, really? I, really? I've always, I've always, do. always hated the Pacers. Like there's something about. I love when people hate a small market. Yeah, it's, it's just, just funny to me. Like Matt hates San Antonio. Yeah, man. And it's like, like I hate San Antonio. I just like can't oh, okay, stand. cool. I don't know if it's like the 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 state itself or what it is, but there's something about <laughs> you're that not, whole. You're, you're not a Larry Bird friend, are you? I, I respect him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I, I, I love I love what Larry Bird did for the game. I mean, he was great to watch. But okay. I just no. the there's something about the Pacers, man. That organization. I was it like that? Was it the days with Foster? We had to play Foster against oh. all the time. It's like ten rebounds, Foster. Uh, yeah, uh, he sets another like good, good screen. This Reggie guy's Miller awesome. just eat this up. I don't know. But, but if you don't love that. Austin Crozier, you don't love basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, great reference. Um, and I then, like seeing Corey Joe. Yeah, doing good stuff. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, sure. great. And then, um, and then when it comes to Cleveland, I'm like, ooh, I would love nothing more than to see the Pacers beat them down. It'd be awesome. Beat, it would be fantastic. And right. then to have that matchup with us and them, I think would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. I think that would go. That would go the gauntlet. That would go seven for sure. Really? I think so. I think so. But don't you think I've I, I've kind of felt like if they can beat. Cleveland, yes, they'll be confident, but they'll be so tired. But you know what? I sure. guess we will be too. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like watching people like guard wall, oh. it's funny because like there's been a couple times where mm-hmm. I'm like, man, it, it would be absolutely okay mm-hmm. if a player just like threw their hands up and was like, this isn't fair. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> because I'm like, what do you, what do you, what do you know what I mean? When he does that like burst of speed, I'm like, what? Yeah. What are you doing, man? You can change gears really quick. Um, I think they had to tell him, um, the team had to tell him a few years ago, you got to slow down a little bit because your own teammates can't catch up to you. Oh, I know. He made some... Anyways, yeah, we've already kind of touched on that, but uh, Alex, have you you dropped anything on Indiana Cleveland? No. Well, I think Indiana's going to beat them next game, but eventually, I think Cleveland's going to beat them in seven. They're not going to lose at home, but but Indiana's going to win. They're going to win game six. Uh, game, but obviously you're not going to be LeBron at home. Game seven, first round. There's no way. The, there's no way the league will let that happen. Exactly. There's no way. Oh, are, are you like of the conspiracy? Character? Oh, hold on. I'm with him. Too. No, I'm, oh, a, yeah? I'm not really. Yeah. I'm not really a conspiracy guy. But Me either. I mean, I don't think LeBron is too good to lose at home. Game seven, and if there is any 50-50 calls, it's going his way. Like that's just the right. way it is. You know, he's he's earned it. He really has. Yeah. But the best part of this whole series, I don't know if you guys heard this, is um, when they're interviewing Lance Stevenson and just about all the battles he's had with LeBron over uh-huh. the years. And they ask him, they say you trash talk, but his LeBron's does he trash talk? And he goes, LeBron has never trash talked ever, except one time he looked at Lance Stevenson after he did something, and he just went. What's wrong with you, man? That's all he said. <laughs> what? That's hilarious. Yo, that makes LeBron's up for all talk. the trash talking. I see LeBron trash talks with Steph Curry in the finals. I think of last year. No, I think I think LeBron. I don't like, know if that's trash talking or just banter. Well, you know, okay, just, yeah. Well, and I think I think Kobe. <laughs> 
had a bit of that thing too, where it's like certain players when they decide. Remember the Kobe Raja Bell thing? Yeah, he was yeah. like, "Who's Raja Bell?" It's like you obvious. <laughs> like you scouted out the team. You know, you probably know that Raja Bell. You know his like percentages when he shoots with his left hand. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. But so so like, I always love when someone's like, "Who's that?" Because like when Lowry was like, "Who's Ben Simmons?" I'm like, "I'm so sure you don't know who Ben Simmons is." But I also love that because it's like the. It's just the rudest thing. To, but but yeah. can we just can we just break down like if LeBron was to say to you after let's say whatever the play was and he just looks at you like just in the eye and just says, "What's wrong with you?" Like, like, and you're in the middle of a game. It's like let's say it's like you know two minutes before half. You just panic. Ah, like, oh, the patriarchy. What's this thing? What are you What are you thinking in the locker room at half? Like I'm I'm thinking about my life. I'm thinking oh, about yeah. the decisions I've made. Yeah. And then third quarter, I'm fucked because I'm just like yeah. I don't know who I am. Oh, I yeah. don't know who. I am. Like, does does anybody believe that if Lance Stevens did not exist or was not playing in this series, do you think it'd be a much easier cakewalk for Cleveland? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I do because I think Lance, again, he's like, I feel like he's this weird, he's like Bebe for us, where it's like he's useful in like, like two percent of scenarios, and those like percentages are pissing off LeBron and icing the Raptors. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's good. I think he's a good player. I think he's he's big. He's tough. He defends. He, yeah, he's, but he's just he, he does too many negative things. Yeah, he yeah. does. He does. But when he gets in his when he's playing well, he's very very effective. Yeah. But when he's not playing well, he is a poison. Absolutely. Okay. Let's uh, let's move on here. Um, yeah. Just I just want to throw one fact. Yeah. Yeah. In go there. for it. Uh, I just want you guys to know that Lance Stevens he has a br- <laughs> he has a brother Stevenson he has a brother, and his brother's name is Lance Stevenson. <laughs> No. What? No. It, 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 is spelled, it is spelled. It is spelled. L A N T Z. What? What? Okay, I love Lance again. Lance and Lance Stevens. Sorry, and when I said I love Lance again, it's brother. T T Z E. I just want to think though, Brooklyn's finest. Oh my gosh, Lance Stevens. I just remember watching this doc, and um, one thing I was like, dude, I think he's like, yeah, like. I don't go to school. I wake up one o'clock every day and I just go shoot some hoops. That's how I came so good. I mean, come on, Lance or something. I mean, he 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 could be such a better player, but he just does some things I'm just questionable about him on the court. And yeah, you know. But at the same time, he does he some all coachable, of things. You know? Yeah, he doesn't seem coachable at all. But he does some things Which too, big, like, like you know, harassing LeBron because he's trying to win. He's trying to like do something a little like abstract, a little something different. You yeah, know yeah, I mean, yeah, from the norm. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Man. Yeah, it's fun. Um, Anyways. Okay, what about the Bucks Celtics? It's been really uh, ugly. Um, <laughs> I do like watching tight defensive series. Right. Uh, <clears throat> I've been really busy, so like that, that's kind of been a skippable for me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've had some really, really exciting finishes. Like, did, yeah. did anyone see the finish where um, – was it uh, – uh, who, who hit the um, – was it, was, it, was it Brown? No, sorry. It was Middleton. Right. No, Middleton hit the Middleton hit the point five one. Yeah. And then was No, it, Rose Rose. Well, yeah, Rose, Rose, Rosier hit, hit the, the Celtics one and then Middleton tied it to bring it to overtime. Right. That was insane. I did watch right? it. I did yeah. watch point it. Five, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. That, that was incredible. And uh, I'm enjoying watching like, you know, the Brad Did Giannis Steve- have a tip in in one of those? Uh didn't he tip one in to win it as well? He did, yeah. Um okay. well he also had a late there was like a late really shitty call. That happened, oh yeah, that happened too. yeah. And then he freaked out. Right. And then people were saying, people have been saying that Joe Prunty should have t- taken the fine by like backing up his player, but yeah. he's probably on some like weird like non head coach salary. So he's like, <laughs> honestly, 
No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's like, I don't think it's, he's like, I think I'm going to get fired. So I don't think this will save my job. So yeah. how about pay your own fine, Giannis? <laughs> um, yeah. He's going to need to go fund me if he, if he catches a fine, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, so yeah, uh, Nigel, you have any takes on that series? Look, or? I love watching Giannis. Like this, yeah, me too. There's, there's, He's a really excited. Yeah, player. this is one of those series that I'm actually watching for players and not for the the teams in the That's series. That's fair. That's I could fair. care less about both of those teams. Right. I mean, I think... Tatum's awesome, right? Yes, Brown, man. for sure. Like the- and that's the thing. Like, Brown, is, Brown has been playing really, really great. And I think it's one of those things. Once you took, you know, uh, Kyrie out of the mix and um, uh, Hayward... No, who's, uh, who got injured yeah, first? Hayward, yeah, Hayward. Hayward. Hayward got injured first. Once yeah, those yeah. two guys, like that, I was, I was excited yeah. for Boston then. I was like, this is going to be amazing. I mean, they've lasted and they're in the playoffs, which is great. But I hadn't had that same excitement about the team. But I loved seeing what the Bucks are doing now, what the turnaround is going to be, because they're they're getting a lot of cachet off the the Bucks of old, right? The classic yeah. mm-hmm. Bucks were the championship Bucks, man. So right. yeah. I'm wondering if this is I just like that someone else has to play them. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I, I, I the series is okay, but I could I could care less if either of these teams go any further than this. Like if this was a, a double elimination and like it didn't matter, they both like would lose, then uh-huh. fine. You know what I mean? Even if one of them won the series, it's like cool, you guys are both out. Great. Like this that would be that would be hilarious, <laughs> and I would love to see the silver press conference because that would mean Philly gets a buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can buy into that conspiracy too. Um, Alex, have you have you seen any of this series? What do you think? I I I have. I think Milwaukee is going to lose in seven. Um, I think I I do like Boston. I, they're playing with house money, man. They, there's no pressure on them. Yeah. They're, once once Irving was down went down, you know there was no pressure, but. You know, Brown and Tatum are playing unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah. basketball. Those guys are so fucking good. And and, and, and going have, forward, it's just this is so huge. This is so vital for them, man. Right. Yeah, yeah, like and they have so a, much yeah. confidence and experience, and 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 without you know Irving and, and Hayward, um, obviously Horford's still still a very good player, and Marcus Smart just came back. Fucking Milwaukee's garbage, man. I mean, they. Jabari Parker's been completely <laughs> I mean I, I haven't even noticed him Shit, and then Bledsoe so disappointing he's getting lit up by Rozier a yeah. backup yeah, they gotta blow that team up they you, really do well it's weird it's weird because it's like they have talent but yeah there, there doesn't seem to be I feel like Washington and Milwaukee both need a culture change yeah you know what I mean I, I mean obviously you don't move Giannis and, no. and no. you just build around him but <clears throat> I think Parker's you know, gone. Like Parker's oh, yeah. already. Parker's I think so already. Too. Yeah, I ship him. He's, he's already like, because I think he's one of those players that the market changed on. Right. So no one's like, oh, twenty million dollars for Parker. It's like maybe Phoenix does or some shit, but it's like for the most part, I don't think anyone's going to drop huge money on Parker. No, he's got one more year left. Um, he does have one yeah, more year. Oh, sorry. He's got it could be a, um, uh, an extension, but I think he's making just about over five, and his next year is seven. Oh wow! So, oh, so he is tradable then. Yeah. Okay. For some yeah. reason, I thought he was like at that. Maybe, maybe Milwaukee just is like, no, you're not getting the extension. I think he's. Yeah. I think he's young and he's a good player. It's <sighs> just with those two major injuries that he had. That he had. He's gonna. He he's got to be someone who gets himself back in the league and works hard. But the talent's there. And but right now, I think he has no confidence, and I think he's got to go for Milwaukee and and really, you know, really start over in his career. Personally, what's tough too is like we're in the era of efficiency. So it's like if you're this like big time prospect and you come into the NBA and you get like a big piece of the pie to start with, if you're not Ben Simmons. People are going to treat you like Andrew Wiggins or Parker, where you're just basically like, no, no, you need to be like 
if you're if you're trying to claim this share of the offense or whatever, you need to be basically a superstar. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> one more series, and then uh, I th- think we're out. Uh, Oklahoma, Utah. This one's been pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching this one a bunch actually. Um, Nigel, I'm gonna start with you. Have you what, have what's you that s- series at? That series uh, three, two. three two three two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they just uh, game six tomorrow Friday. Okay, so he's staying alive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I saw yeah, OKC feeling, Nigel, uh, in real life the last time they were here in the, uh, their last game up here in Toronto. Me too. Yeah, that game yeah. was fantastic. That was an amazing game. It was fantastic. Yes, we lost, but yeah. it was still... Adams. Yeah. He like he took down our centers one by one. Yeah. I was like, whoa, I've, this guy's amazing. I, I was, yes, I, I, I stand by you with that statement. Like I, he, This guy blew me away. I, I mean, we've been watching OKC for years now, but just mm-hmm. to see them live... Was amazing. So I think that I'm still in OKC's corner. Mm-hmm. I think I really want them to come back and then overthrow and then win this this uh, this series. I'm, I'm with you 100. percent Yeah, I don't know how deep they're going to go now because I feel like they're using they're. Exp- I think that's a team that's expending a lot of energy. Like I think there's so a lot Houston, of things right? going on. OKC, yeah. you said right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. I think they're using a lot of it. I think the um, the excitement and the um, uh, and just the mental juices that like Russ is doing like I just I feel like he can't keep that up I just feel like it's gonna they're gonna Russ. they're gonna fizzle um I love his pregame his pregame jam oh everything man. about Russ it so doesn't great. seem like sustainable yeah it does you know yeah, what I mean yeah. it's like and the the jazz I mean the jazz are the jazz <laughs> man he's like, he's like he's like somebody got a really nice car and just went on the autobahn and yeah. they're like they're going like 300 miles an hour and they're okay. like I'll never run out of gas <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, did you see? Did you see Mitt Romney? Sorry, weirdest analogy. I saw Mitt Romney. What a clown yeah, you see that, that guy is. No. Oh, wait, Mitt Romney was at the jazz game. Yeah, he was chirping Russ. Oh, oh get up. Yeah. Okay, you know what? How Worst awesome would it be ever? By the way, yeah. How awesome would it be He's if like Russ just comes out with a T-shirt of that picture of Mitt Romney at the gas station when he lost to Obama? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just for his press conference, oh, God, like someone yeah. print me this real quick. <laughs> yeah. Just like for my press conference, let yeah. me just wear this. And I won't even say. Yeah, he's not going to address it. I won't mention yeah, it. We'll yeah. just picture of Mitt Romney pumping yeah. gas <laughs> on the side of the road. Um, uh, and then, Ru- but Rubio, Rubio is like this. It's like I know. it's like in Star Trek. There's a lot you know of players have, I like in the series. Yeah, but you know, in Star yeah. Trek, when there's like you know, there's a, the good Kirk, right, clean shaven, and then all of a sudden you're like the vi- the evil Kirk. Oh my and god, he does. Like, he's like, he's yeah, like pirate Rubio, yeah, man. Because I didn't know. Because I literally didn't know that was Rubio until the season started. I was like, oh, Holy yeah. sh-. I was like, who is this guy? And he's like, he's got this beard now. He's got like a little man bun and stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Yo, this guy's for, and he's killing. He's in one of those oh, razor right. commercials with like Andre three thousand. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, his numbers are are great. Like he's he's. Still, he's. I don't know what happened to him in terms of well, injury uh, is what happened to him. But um, but he's been exciting to watch. And then just that, I think that the two fighting going head to head has been unexpected. Uh, yeah, West, uh, Russell Westbrook and, and him. So it's been great. I think that's mm. been entertaining. But yeah. again, I'm rooting for OKC. Um, Bobby, you rooting for OKC? Utah? You care? Ah, man, it's like. Um... First of all, Donovan Mitchell. Like, who ever thought yeah. Donovan Mitchell would be coming? I know like... Westbrook's looking at himself, eh? <laughs> right? Like, that's a whole aspect of his series too, where Donovan Mitchell is like game changer. I, I, yeah, he's a game changer. It's yeah, amazing. totally right. Uh, with OKC, though, I was never really a fan of OKC. After yeah. this, you know, I, I love to see out of Supersonics. Bring him back to Seattle. That'll be great. Mm-hmm. But um, every so when he got like Paul George and Carmelo Anthony, like really, you guys are trying too hard to to make something and. You know, and I, I whenever, that's an interesting take. You know what I'm saying? And when when it, when it, when, it, when, it, when it first came, Utah was gonna be matching up with them. I wasn't sure what's gonna happen, but I'm not really surprised Utah's giving them a run. 
Yeah. No, so. Utah's well coached. Like Snyder's like that. I, I always call him the uh, the uh, the Brad Stevens without a media market. <laughs> ah, right. I totally you know I mean? right. Um, because he's that good, and he's that like he's t- great. He's that, he's that like tactile or right. whatever, or he's, he's, he's a tactician as a coach. Um, Alex, how are you feeling about this series? Are you, are I think you rooting for anyone I, or? I think I like Utah, man. I'm 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 I love I love Westbrook. I'm just sort of I'm just sort of over them this year. I'm over George and yeah. and all the rumors, and I'm over Mello, and I'm, I I love hmm. Russ, but I'm sort of over uh, I'm sort of over <laughs> him. Uh, I I think uh, I I think Utah's a fuck, just a better team. I think Gobert is awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think I think Mitchell is like Mitchell reminds me of D Wade when he was a rookie when he was a rookie. Good point. Except with a three yeah. point shot, he's got that Euro step. He's yeah, M- Mitchell is range. looks nasty. I know, like, right? He looks incredible. He's fantastic. Where's yeah. the key he's come incredible. From? <laughs> yeah, he looks like. Um, yeah, and, I think. Uh, oh, sorry, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, no, I just, I just, I just like um, Jay Crowder. He got traded to that team, right. and all of a sudden he's he's hitting threes again. I think they're going to beat him at home. I don't think. Uh, Oklahoma, uh, the the Thunder sh- showed anything that they're going to win on the road. No. They got blown out there twice. Right. So I, I I don't know. I just think Utah's a, a better team, and I, I just like them going forward. I like what they did. They got a good unit, a good young unit that they built within. They lost Hayward, and they, right. everyone thought they were going to, you know, be a lot of team. team again. Yeah. And yeah. and you know, I'm, I'm rooting for those teams. Sort of any team that has like sort of a a, a similar build to the Raptors. Right. I cheer for them. Fair. I'm with Alex. I'm going to Utah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Matt, Matt, I, I was looking at you because I thought you were about to say something. Oh, I have a little question to uh, finish up the pod when you're done. This okay. Segment. So yeah, I'll, I'll just throw my, my, my takes like pretty similar to Nigel. Like I I'm, I'm kind of the opposite of, um, like, it's not exactly that I'm interested in Paul George Westbrook, but I feel like they'll coalesce over time. And sometimes when someone's labeled as inefficient, it doesn't necessarily mean, and we've seen it with DeRozan, that they won't become more efficient. So it's like that thing. It's like I feel like Paul George and, and Westbrook could bring the most out of each other. And it's weird to feel sorry for a player like Melo, but a part of me does. <laughs> and I can't, I can't stop it. Everyone just is like, yeah. he's just such a joke. And yeah. I don't want him to like just wash up with no success. Hmm. Although again, I, I don't know why I care that much. But I um, think he's a cancer to the team because like he's shooting thirty seven percent for the field goal. No, he's been rough. He's points, been like twenty three percent. He's been rough. nearly unplayable, and and he doesn't bring anything on defense. He doesn't Nothing. bring switchability. Yeah, he's. Yeah. Yeah, he hasn't helped. Do you remember the off season? He was posting his videos like every day. Like, look at me, I'm I'm shooting jump jumpers. I'm shooting three jumpers every single <laughs> yeah. day. I'm like, yeah. oh, Carmelo, gonna be great this season? No, nope. You know, like, oh wow, <laughs> like mellow. Uh, that's a Bobby Brown burn right there. Hoodie mellow. Remember hoodie mellow? I, mean, yeah. I think maybe he's missing his Olympic mellow hoodie mellow hoodie sweater. Um, <laughs> okay, let's let's wrap this baby up with with a with a donkey question. Hit yeah. Um. For the Raptors here, as we go into game six. Yes. Drake. Oh, yeah. His trash talking. Love it. Dial it up or dial it down? Because it seemed to get into Wall's skin a little bit. Okay. Here, here's... Okay. Oh, sorry. Are you, well, that, no. Yeah, just go ahead. Okay. I'll answer this first because um, I already kind of did. Uh, <laughs> dial it up, Drake. Okay. First dial of it all, up. it's so surreal. It's so weird. Okay. <laughs> like I had a, like I walked my I walked my girlfriend through. She was like, "Why did Drake point at that guy and say rack it up?" 
Danny G. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay, here we go. Well, that, he's the guy in the truck, which is below the ACC. Rack it up means replay. And then she's like, what is he saying? And I was like, he's saying, get that garbage out of here. But it's turned into, get that garbage out of here. And so it's like, it's not even a thing anymore. You're watching like a layer of a joke and a joke and a joke. So then watching Drake point to Jack and say, rack it up, Danny G. Then turn and to himself, like an aside, he was like, Get that garbage out! He like whispered it to himself. I'm like, this is so weird, okay? And like, for all the like, you know, like for all the NBA players, where it's like, you know, a fan chirps you or whatever. It's like, you see them; they're hearing Drake, and it's like they want to kind of turn around and chirp him, but they're also like, "Fuck, I want this guy to like me." You know what I mean? Drake is too big of a celebrity, and like, here, I don't know if this is too much of a hot take, but Caitlin, uh, I was like, uh, what, what, what did she say? She was like, um. So is Drake like the biggest courtside personality for NBA, NBA for any NBA team? And I was like, oh no no no, it's got to be like Jack Nicholson. And then she just was calm, calmly like, Drake's more famous than Jack Nicholson. And then I was like, no, that's silly. And then I was like, wait a second, what? There is there an older person who doesn't know Drake? Like even if they're like Drake sucks, whatever. But if you're just someone who's eighty, they're probably like, yeah, I've heard of Drake. But there's probably a lot of people under twenty five who's who are genuinely like, who's Jack Nicholson? Yeah. So it's a debatable question. Drake might be more famous. Like he's he's legitimately one of the most famous people in the world. Right. Yeah, um, he definitely is. Okay. Yeah. You know, like him or love him or whatever. So, anyways, long story short, dial it up, Drake. This <laughs> is hilarious. Dial it up. Are you kidding me? Dial it oh, up. Yeah. And he can do stuff that other people can't. Like it's hilarious. I want to be his shoe sometimes and be that trash talker and get John Wall's ear. I want to be that guy. Yeah. So right. so you're like dial it up uh, too. Buddy? Dial it up too. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Okay, Nigel, are you, are you are you gonna be the dial it down guy? I'm gonna be the dial it down guy. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like here's my thing. Like, love, love Drake's doing big things. You know what I mean? Big things. Love it. That's great. But just like sometimes, just shut up, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just kind of. You don't want to be you know? responsible for a player going on a run. Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, like, also, like, I hope that. You're in your right lane when we play LeBron. Yeah, yeah, Because that's yeah, yeah, a different yeah. story. LeBron is also, oh, yeah. LeBron's not Wall. LeBron can be like, Drake, I made you. <laughs> right, Remember yeah, your yeah. mixtape? Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. Back to what Trash Talk. Remember when Bosch, um, um, Baby Mother was like heckling LeBron? Oh, yeah. Oh, LeBron that Trash. Yeah, he went game. on a run. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't game, want that. LeBron went to, um, to Bosch's Baby Mother. It's your fault. It's your yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was like, yeah, exactly. You won. It's your fault. Yeah. And LeBron's no like, longer, LeBron's a weird no nut, too. That, he's no longer with that chick, right? No. I've always had spite with because of that moment oh, with yeah. that chick and when he dumped her I was like good Alex <laughs> <laughs> oh. has like, yeah, got some deep bodega like you know like grudges I'm loving it uh, um, I, I run on spite voice <laughs> <laughs> um, Alex what's uh, but uh, don't get me wrong oh, I, yeah, love, sorry, I love his antics though right. I love I love his you know I love when we came but they're dangerous that, right yeah yeah I love when we came with the limp brush thing like, oh, I, like, brush, like, yeah. like just <laughs> stupid like you just said like yeah. just stupid things but but they're super fun, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like you said, uh, you know, Freddie, you got to stay in the lane. Like that's, yes. I just want to make sure he stays in his lane. You can that's do it with do, wall. Yep. You know? Just stay in your lane. But yeah, like as soon as LeBron comes around, oh it's like, uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Alex. Uh, what, ratchet what? up. Ratchet up. <laughs> I like it. Ratchet up. Yeah, ratchet, ratchet up. up. even more for the next series. Oh, oh wow. Oh, boy. He should tweet at all, you know, all the Toronto hip hop community from past to present. Oh look, Sit Cardi's getting his money. Side. Cardi's come back. Again. Oh yeah, talk. he is Get though. I'm actually loving that. Everything. Pardon? 
Cardinal Official, he he came out with a remix with his uh, Northern Touch track, and yeah, he and so he's making more money now, and he's gone yeah. for forever. And actually, like just, just bring him out. He, just a little rap note. I feel like Drake's been really respectful to like the fathers. You oh. know, of the Toronto rap scene. 100. And, and you know what I mean? It's been yeah. good. Like, anyways, yeah, sorry. Yeah. That's it? What's what's Let Your Backbone Slide? How come I'm not thinking of his name right now? Maestro, Maestro Fresh West. Maestro, Maestro West. for God's sakes, get him courtside too. <laughs> right? I totally agree. Maestro Daniel uh, Caesar. Rascals, uh, get him all there. Chaos, put him in the press box. Let's that's do it. Hilarious. Um, yeah. Okay, well, that's it for the pod. It's probably a cool three hours. Um, I have no idea how long it was, but... Uh, Thanks everyone for uh, for Hot sticking. ninety. Hot ninety, beautiful. Um, Bobby, you got anything coming up you wanna you wanna plug? Ah, uh, I wanna plug. I'm just gonna probably like um man Wrap my head with the playoffs. I just want to see the Raptors. I mean, I had hopes you're, and You're plugging the year. Raptors. I'm just plugging it. the Raptors, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's all about, that's all I'm about right now. I don't want to talk about anything else. Lisa Gunn, uh, Blue Jays, I don't, know, I don't care about right now. I'm yeah. just focused on my Raptors. Fair enough. Nigel, got anything coming up you want to plug? Uh, yeah, I got a couple uh, I got a couple shows um, at Bad Dog Theater. Go to baddogtheater.com, I believe, in the Bloor Ossington area. One yeah. of them is called Hookup. It is every, I want to say, Saturday night at 930. Uh, this is all in improv by the way so we interview two single people and then we improvise what it would be like if they hooked up Amazing. um other than that so we'll be taking a break i believe in the summer but right now the the the, the run is real um yeah man and just uh check out my instagram page uh nigel downer uh that's it just at nigel downer man i take i take some fun photos beautiful uh alex what do, what do you got going on I, it's Alex underscore the kid underscore Pavone, P-A-V-O-N-E. That's my Instagram. And I I, uh, I got a podcast called Friends in Sports and follow that. Solid. Awesome. Yeah. Right on. Yes, sir. Um, well, it. thanks everyone for listening to the podcast. Uh, I'll see you when we play uh, Cleveland. And if I don't, I'm sorry I said that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do believe in sports curses and shit. Anyways, I'll see y'all later. Peace. Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? Thanks, guys. There it is. Hey, thanks for listening to Confederacy of Dunks. If you could give us a rating on whatever podcatcher you use to listen to podcasts, that'd be great. You can also go to dunkspodcast.com and listen there. We got lots of links that you can click, and we'll see you in the next step.